gentlemen, it's 2021, and you know what that means. Another possibly ill-advised podcast series from your best friends, Matt and Stu. That's right, we are getting together to attempt our series, Raven Bat, where we review all of the Batman films or Batman-adjacent films or films where Batman is basically what the film is. Batman, you get what I'm... Batman, the People understand the concept okay, of Batman, People Natalie. understand the concept of Batman. He's a guy who dresses as a bat and fights crime, and apparently this is legitimate entertainment. <laughs> this was an idea that I randomly thought of during a James Bond podcast, and my co-host extraordinaire immediately seized on it and said, yes, we are doing that. So please welcome him to the microphone, the one, the only, Caped Crusader, Stuart Lake. Hello, Natalie. Hello, everyone. Yes, I latched onto it like a bat life preserver. <laughs> <laughs> because everything has to be a bat something. <laughs> or, or a shark that latches yeah. oh, onto. Oh, yes. Oh, we'll talk about that. Oh, my God. We just did our minute challenge and I realized I did not write down shark repellent. How did I even... You know why? Because it was at the start of the movie and yes. there was so much insanity in that. We'll get, okay. Yes. Let me talk about what we're doing first. We are doing our first episode on the Batman movie from 1966 starring Adam West, Burt Ward... And a cascade of colourful characters. <laughs> so, Stu, you're the Batman expert. I yep. was the James Bond expert. You're the Batman guy. Now, can you please tell me, do you have a deep sort of, maybe you don't want to admit it, maybe you are happy to admit it, but some sort of deep internal longing that maybe you too could be Batman? <laughs> Because I feel like dudes who love Batman, mm. <laughs> who just have a little part of themselves, or maybe a slightly more than little part, <laughs> that thinks that if only their parents had been murdered, they too could be Batman. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, I think deep down, all of us secretly wish we were Batman. But I don't think, with every passing year, I get further and further away from that goal of being Batman. <laughs> Everyone secretly believes that if they just took a year off and like trained as hard as they could, <laughs> they could be Batman. I could maybe be King Tut. I don't know. <laughs> you do have I, the, the beard. I got, I've got the beard already. You've got so, the you beard know. going. Um, that's, that's all I know about King Tut is that <laughs> he had the, the beard. Uh, so I have seen many of the Batman films, but yes. there's also some that I haven't seen. Okay. Including this one. That so you had never with. seen this film? Now, I think I had seen bits and pieces. Right. I don't know how, but I think it's one of those films that's in the Zeitgeist. Oh, yeah. But absolutely. I'd never seen it the whole way through. And you'd, you'd seen the TV show. Again, bits and pieces. Right. It okay. was on when I was a kid. Okay. And I know the tropes of the, you know, campy 60s sure. Batman. But maybe you can give me some backstory on why we're starting with this film, I guess. <laughs> because Batman did not start well, no. with skin tight. Spandex. <laughs> no, that's right. And Adam West being really weird about so many things. So I, I want to I talk about Adam all about West. That. But, okay. but yeah, give, give me the Batman deep dive. Well, so I mean, obviously Batman is a character that was first published in 1939 in uh, National Periodicals. As I was about known. to say, uh, yep. Stu, go full nerd. Oh, yeah. you, you know all the oh, details. Look, <laughs> if you're not on board for that, Natalie, we are, we are deep diving into this nonsense. Um, so like, obviously, he immediately was uh, a hit. And almost immediately spawned uh, these the what used to be like film serials. So this isn't actually the first Batman movie. There's two other. They're more like serials. So they're they're like I think there's they're, they're four installments of a half an hour each or something. And one was made in like the 40s and one was made in the 50s. So and it's very funny because the the costumes at the time are just 
like they look like a bad Halloween costume. Like it's it's <laughs> literally like woolen tights oh, and wow. and like a like a weird cloth mask and, and that sort of thing. Like you you're reminded that the comics of the time were complete fantasy. Like like there was you know when you see a man dressed as a bat, you're like, oh, that is deeply upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to stretch too much far into the future, but I got really upset at one point watching this film. Yes. When I realised I could see the outline of Adam West's ears under the hood. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. he's got the bat ears. Yeah. But then you could see the outline of his real human ears. Yeah, under, under his, his mostly cloth his, mask. His clo- cloth. Yeah, it's got like a hard front, hard but the rest front, is like the rest a is, yeah. is, is a is a silk yeah. kind of hood <laughs> it's, that's it's, clinging to it. And very... it's like I can see the outline of his ears. Yeah. <laughs> it just deeply upset me because <laughs> I'm used to Batman having these, you know. Totally leather. Yes, exactly. Like the mold, sculpted, molded, sculpted, head. molded, yeah. and you don't see any. Yeah. yeah anyway, uh, back to no. It's it's true. There's something <laughs> vaguely upsetting about about the thing, but that's what makes it great. So I mean, basically, so this was the TV series that came along. So this was in the in the uh, mid '60s. They made a TV series that was very close to the comics that were being published at the time. So like the so 1960s era. So comics. 1960s era Batman comics. This is not outside what was being published. This is very accurate, actually, to what was happening. A lot of people are very derisive of this version of Batman because they're like, oh, you know, that's not that's not the Batman like we know. It's not the cool, you know, yeah. action Batman. It's like, if you look at the comic, like some of the storylines for the TV show were taken directly from the comics. That's what was happening at the time. This is what Batman was at the time. Well, I'm just looking up here on uh, our research, aka yes. Wikipedia. <laughs> so this only ran for three seasons yes. across 1966 to 68, yep. which means the movie must have been quite... Big. They initially wanted to make the movie first and then run the, the TV series. Right. But they were like, let's do a season of the TV show, make sure that people are into it. And of course, it was a massive hit on TV. And so they went directly from filming the series to filming this right. movie. Yeah, just and, and, <laughs> but that is a huge legacy. Three seasons oh. and a movie. Yeah, absolutely. Over three years, and it it's like right in that '60s sweet spot. Sure. Of insane drugs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, counterculture. And, and, and high, high camp and high counterculture. Camp, yeah. Counterculture. It's had such an impact, and this is why I say that I know the tropes and I know the yeah the cliches about the Adam West series well, without having really sat down and watched huge amounts of it just because it seeped into the cultural what's so fashion What's so fascinating about this Batman and what's so fascinating about us covering all the Batman films in order is you can draw a straight line from this film to every other version of Batman because they are all a reaction to this Batman. Really? This Batman looms large, either loved or hated, by comics fandom and pop culture fandom in general. There are people who love this version. There are people who despise this version of Batman <laughs> to the point where they react against it and come up with things like The Dark Knight and some of the later films. You know, you, you can draw a straight line between the, camp, the high camp of this version and the hyper-realistic Christopher Nolan films that we'll eventually get to, which were a deliberate attempt to completely strip away any sort of high camp or fantasy. Just think about uh, Harvey Dent's face in that one. That's hyper realistic. That's hyper real. Well, you know, Uh, well, well, we'll we'll talk about that when we Uh, get there. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess one of the key earliest exposures to this. The ridicule of this film, I would say, is that episode of The Simpsons, like way early yes. Simpsons, yeah, yeah, where they go to meet Batman, and of course, this is not long after the like Michael com- Keaton yeah. Batman, and Bart is like really disappointed. He's like, <laughs> "What?" 
and it's Adam West doing the voiceover going, I don't need leather sculpted. I don't need leather sculpted? Yeah. You know, it was silk tights, pure West. West, yeah. <laughs> and then he gets in his Batmobile and is like, It yes. takes off and it's yeah. all, it's backfiring. And... But that, what I realized watching this film again and kind of being exposed to Adam West for nearly two hours. This yes. film is an hour and 45 minutes. It's actually quite a long film it's and it takes a while film. to get going. Which is one of the reasons why I thought maybe it was like four episodes of the series. No, no, no. It was a legitimate, like they, it was yeah. filmed and packaged as a movie. Yeah, but they could have done some serious cutting. <laughs> <laughs> they could have cut 20 minutes at least. Absolutely, they could have, but yes. There's so many shots of uh, <laughs> Bruce and, and his... Uh, his youthful, youthful ward, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson going down the bat pole, <laughs> which is helpfully oh, no, no. signed with... Batcave access via yeah, the bat pole. That's right. Who else is seeing that, guys? Surely you know. And oh, and you have one name tag on the Bruce pole and one yes. name tag well, on the dick pole. You, well, uh, well, you, that, that is because... You don't that, want to be in the wrong costume. Exactly. Yeah, uh, you don't want to be in the wrong costume. And in fact... There is an episode once. of the there's an episode of the TV show where I think it's the Joker gets into the Batcave, <gasps> but goes down the pole and comes out in like a Robin costume. Right, which I thought was yeah, very very cool. Yeah, <laughs> when I was a kid, and, oh, yeah. and this is the thing, right? And this is what I really want to bring up is that when you were ten and you're watching this as a kid, like on TV, you are not aware that this is a joke, <laughs> right? As far as you're concerned, and as far as the show, like the, the show functions, it de- very deliberately functions this way. You're watching the adventures of Batman and Robin. Yeah. This is how they do it. You know, they're very serious and they're going to yeah. fight the bad guys and the bad guys are dastardly and they have a two-fisted, you know, yeah. fight at the end and the Batman and Robin save the day. And when you grow up, you're you're like, oh, they, they were completely like taking the piss. Like this is, <laughs> it's you know. A, it says something, I guess, for that transition at some point in your teens, I guess, yeah. where you start, to, even if you continue to love them. You know, you start to work out what I guess irony is. <laughs> sure, sure, exactly, and and camp and like yeah. knowing, you know, yeah. me- metatextual in commentary, you know, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, because there's I'd, a lot of that in this. I wish I'd watched more of it as a kid. Now, <laughs> what else can we talk about? Just the background of this film. Should we go over the plot? Well, Natalie, it's it's the a dastardly tr- uh, rectangle that whose angles are too terrible <laughs> yes, to contemplate. To contemplate. Uh, that's the thing. There were so many. I wish I'd been sitting when I watched this with my pen, just writing down all of the most bizarre lines of dialogue. Yeah. Like, I don't know who scripted this, but wow, they they just... <laughs> they swing for the fences. They, I love it. But yeah, so the simple... We've got we've done the one minute challenge, but I thought we, we should start with a bit of a plot discussion yeah. before we get into the challenge, because otherwise we're going to be all over the place. We, we, we really will. And if you've never seen this film, you should try and watch it. It's It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's really fascinating to go back. Like, this is before special Batman effects. was this. Well, before special effects. But this before was before Batman editing. was this. <laughs> before Batman was this massive, like, like he was massive, but well before he was the version of Batman that we know today. Yeah, that's right. So this was the version of Batman. And this was, was the version of Batman, I guess, in a TV movie sense for mm. 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know that all the dark comics started coming out in the 80s, but of course I'm not reading those comics. No, that's right. So the revelation of Michael Keaton as Batman in the late 80s sure. is like, oh my God, Batman's like, serious? <laughs> Even then I had that sense of, oh, this is very different to yeah. the Batman from TV. And it is, but, I, but I'm, we'll talk about it when we get there, but those movies are just as, if not more camp than this movie. They're just well, that, that, that I feel way in a they different go way. more and more camp. Yes. 
I, but I think the first Batman. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get fir- to that yeah, next, exactly. next episode because we're we're just skipping ahead. Absolutely, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to just say, love talking about Batman. I know. <laughs> I'm going to do that for the slogan, <laughs> Raven Bat. We just love talking about Batman. <laughs> there is something about Batman, though. There really is something about. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of the breakout most, characters. Most, most geeky dudes mm. whom I respect. <laughs> Batman is like their favorite superhero. Yeah, I mean, I would probably go as far as that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ba- Batman's definitely. I mean, I, I could make the case for Spider Man as well, but like, certainly, I've I own more Batman comics. If that if that's the final yeah, judgment, yeah. Um, I do know some people who like Superman. Yeah, and I quite I quite like yeah. Superman too. He's not my favorite character, but I, I like him a lot. Mm, but Batman has the edgy. Batman's. I mean, when you're a kid, like Batman's. He's cool. He's got a car. He's got gadgets. <laughs> you know, he dresses like a bat. He looks really dark and mysterious. This, and this is the weird thing: the weird positioning of the bat. And I know that bats can be kind of weird and a bit spooky, mm. but they're literally tiny rodents that hang in caves. They're not. <laughs> They're not menacing like a tiger would be, or a, do you know what I mean? Like sure, they're, yeah. They're not as predatory, or well, I mean, ba- Batman the character was was created basically as a ripoff of the Shadow, you know. So I right. mean, that they needed something that still had that theatrical quality, but wasn't quite. Well, they they couldn't do a vampire, and they couldn't do the Shadow. Like so they, they could, needed something. So they that needed could something have a cape. something that could have a cape and justify that cape imagery. Wow. And so they basically went, okay, well, what, I mean, he could live in a cave. Yeah, a bat. He can be a Batman. Like, but, yeah, that'll be, that that'll be what so he is. That makes so much sense. It yeah. was just, how do we get a cape? How do, how do we incorporate the cape into it? Which, and, as we know, I think has been debunked numerous times as being... Oh, incredibly like, unwieldy. Yeah. Really bad idea <laughs> if you, any kind If of you were actually like doing what Batman does in the real world, having a cape is incredibly cumbersome and dangerous. Um, <laughs> well, there but, were a number of times in this when they like jump into the Batcar in this yes. film where I'm like... I wonder how many takes they had to do because they got the cape stuck in the yep, door. <laughs> absolutely. And you'll notice like like the cape isn't even as billowy as it is in the comics. Like it, no. it, it comes down to sort of like the, the, like the waist towel. level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a towel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the plot of this film is that the four, the four major bad guys major have teamed bad guys, up. They've teamed up. So the penguin, I still don't really understand what the penguin's deal is. It's hard to yeah. You can explain yeah. it. The Riddler, Catwoman, mm-hmm. and of course, the Joker. The Joker. And they've decided to take over the world. Of course. Because Batman... Any two of them could take over Gotham City, Natalie. Yes. Any, any two, three, three the country. <laughs> yeah. But the four the of them four together. They're basically... Surely the world is the very base of their of problems. Yeah. <laughs> so they have teamed up to kidnap an inventor whose name is Schmidlap, Commodore Schmidlap. Commodore Schmidlap. Who does not figure into the plot it's, except for two very important scenes. Oh, really? Well, he's... <laughs> it's either his yacht or his invention. Well, it's he's... It's never made super clear? He, it's both. He, so, it's his yacht. He's an inventor who gets around the joint like a crusty <laughs> sea dog with the white, the white pants. It's implied the, that he's, uh, he's a crusty old sea dog and also an inventor. Yes. Somehow. So, they have kidnapped his inventor, his invention, which dehydrates yes this was the bit that i had right. i'd never either seen or forgotten <laughs> wiped from my memory that dehydrates human bodies well into... it's, it's not meant for human bodies but they use it on on humans in this in this oh, thing what was it meant for well it's meant it's meant it's meant to make whiskey somehow like that oh. that's like a, to- a throwaway line that he says you know oh, i'm quite that... partial to whiskey so i do, i refine the process Missed i'm like that. what are you talking about <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway. So it, it reduces humans to piles of what looks like really delicious coloured sprinkles. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, you can add water and they rehydrate. You instantly rehydrate with little side effects. Except if you accidentally use... A hard water meant for the Bat Cave's atomic pile. <laughs> because I really do have to stress this. In the 1966 Batman, Batman has a nuclear reactor in the Bat Cave. <laughs> I did love, just to sidetrack, the little Cold War kind of touches. There, there's a little bit of that in there's there. There's a yeah. little bit of, because Catwoman has a bit of a, a Russian she's a, identity. She's Miss Kitka. And so they talk about. You know, oh, if only the differences between our countries could be put aside. And and then there's the United World, which I'll get to. There's the West German representative. Oh, yes. And the USSR. So yeah. there's a little like, oh, wow, this is full. It's kind of nice to think that we've just come through four years of having, you know, quite a rough time <laughs> with a certain person. But getting through it, I think, with like keeping your humor up and... yeah. It, making jokes and sure exactly so i yeah. guess maybe putting yourself in the mindset of people in the late 60s who had the cold war, the cold war and sort of, the yeah. space race and all that kind of stuff and then you've got batman making jokes and having big ussr people going <laughs> blah 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 i'm russian blah, blah. <laughs> apologies to any russians listening uh that was obviously the soviet impression yes exactly yes but <laughs> yeah so that they they have the united world yes federation or something well it's, it's, it's called the united world council or something uh yes i will just look that up um, which then is mirrored in the four villains who call themselves the, the united underworld yes <laughs> the united world organization security council there we go it, like why not just call it the united nations because it's was, batman was like they, they live in... but they use the un building yeah that's the shots are sure <laughs> And the UN and put a copyright strike on them. <laughs> no. Maybe they did. Maybe they like the Olympics. You're not allowed to use them. Uh, so their plan is to kidnap and mm. dehydrate the nine major countries. Yes, I'm not. I'm not sure why that was specified, but <laughs> it was because it was they're, they're they're obviously in charge of the world. I think the only country that wasn't like white was Japan. Oh, there was Nigeria on there too. Oh yeah, Nigeria. Yeah. How could I forget yeah. that? That was hilarious. It was like. Yeah, just randomly, here's Nigeria. But I think there was Japan, but not China, somehow. Yes, yes. Yeah, there's the, anyway. Well, you've got the USSR, so sure. you don't want any more commies. That's it, yeah, you don't want too many commies there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, decide to dehydrate them, but then keep them. I don't know what well, they Well, I think th they were going to ransom them, I think, is, oh, is the point. That's or, what or, they, or they were going to gain control of those countries right. because they have their... I lost a Leaders. lot of very strange. I, I lost a lot of cohesive thoughts. I think. <laughs> but by the time you hit that part of the plan, you're like, sure, whatever. <laughs> um, and in the meantime, it's Batman and Robin doing some a bit of detective work, I guess. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, going out in the in every conceivable vehicle with a bat in yes. front of it. Oh yes. And uh, having getting into fight scenes and eventually beating the bad guys and rehydrating all of the. Uh, Absolutely, but with the key difference. So they rehydrate everyone. They manage to rehydrate everyone after a terrible mix-up that sees all the particles mingled. Yes. And then they have to, they have to, in white surgical labs with their utility belts over the outside, outside, which is so great, so good. Um, they have to recombine all of the particles, but in that process, somehow the minds of the various world leaders have been switched. So they speak each other's languages. They speak each other's languages and, and Batman think, says maybe through this mistake 
greater world understanding between nations can happen. <laughs> now come, Robin. Let's surreptitiously climb out the window. <laughs> and the, and the, thing with this, the thing with this film is that you don't realise... I honestly could have sworn that the joke about like Batman and Robin climbing up the side of a building... Right. But it's obviously they've done it. They've tilted it. They've just tilted it. Yeah. I could have sworn that I saw that as like a parody joke in sketches in the 90s. They did. But the thing was like those sketches were shit because they were just doing the joke that was in the thing. This is the thing. I didn't know the source material. It's it's a joke in this show. It's a joke in this show. And it's so... In fact, in the movie, they they lampshade it by by talking about drunks. They're they're climbing up the window. They say, oh, how can you possibly not trust your own eyes? You know, and it's like... They're climbing, and they're then they doing literally a thing. have a guy open a window yeah. and look up and look down and uh, like, oh, yeah. you know. That and that, that was the thing on the TV show. Often there'd be like like a famous person just doing a brief cameo, sort uh, of going, oh, oh, Batman and Robin. You know? I see. So that was a nod to that. I wonder mm. if that was someone famous then. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to maybe our minute challenge. Yes. And we okay. can go through. So do you want me to go first? I was going to say, you're you're the technical newcomer to this. I'm the so technical you wanna... newcomer. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts and opinions. Okay. I have. They're not in any particular order, but I'll just go with what I said mm. earlier, which is the shark repellent. Yes. This, I think this is the one thing about this movie that I knew well. This is, is one of the things that has definitely echoed through pop culture is yeah. the bat shark repellent spray, which is itself like it's, it's put forward again. It's one of these things that has been passed down and passed down and passed down until it's like, Oh, the Adam West era was so dumb. He like fought off a shark with a shark repellent spray. And it's like, Yes, it was a joke. <laughs> they, they were making a joke because, as you see in the in the helicopter, yeah. they have Robin other <laughs> other like sea creatures, they have manta, rays manta rays and barracudas, barracudas yep. and whales and whales, just in case, <laughs> just in case, yeah. <laughs> a giant humpback yeah. turns up and you need a little spritz <laughs> yeah. from a can, an aerosol that'll get can. rid of it. This is the great thing. The movie starts with such a strange. It starts with a voiceover that yes. never comes back. That's right, and we, which is sort of a holdover from the TV show right. because, of course, the, the TV show would have that narration all through it. Like, yeah. you know, soon the Cape Crusader will, you yeah. know. Yeah, but it's such an odd, like the editing and the pacing of this. I mean, yeah. not to mention some of the, the cuts of, like when the, the, the yacht mysteriously <laughs> disappears. It's it, hard to it's, understand what's happening yeah, there. It yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, hang on, he's just landed in water. Yeah. There's not any kind of visual shot of the thing disappearing. And this continues through the movie. Yeah. Um, I didn't write this down but I did think of it which is they get out of all sorts of scrapes and you never see how no but that's you never see how they, they but then Adam West will go it. Adam West will go oh yes but a porpoise just- <laughs> <laughs> I was go- I was going to say the porpoise thing a, a torpedo you know you see this torpedo coming for them they've run out of energy to power a reverse the polarity yeah like like a jammer that jammer. will blow them up so and then you just see them in the bat boat going back to shore, looking a bit sad. And then Adam Weather go, yes, that, that porpoise gave its life for us. <laughs> we must remember its sacrifice. And, and you know, like- what, what I do love is that Adam West is playing that totally straight. There, there is not, there is not <laughs> you a... Don't you think he wasn't there is not a hint. Of, there, I mean, oh, no, but I mean, like, obviously, like, he knows it's a joke. But he's heightening the joke by, as far as Bat- Batman is giving an impassioned soliloquy... <laughs> For a porpoise that threw itself in front of a, a torpedo, saving their lives. And it happens again when he's running around with a bomb. Oh, that, oh God. Like, I mean, that, that scene. That, I think that's a, quite a famous scene. That is quite too. a famous yeah, scene as well, yeah. where he's, he's like, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. bomb. And he keeps, every way he runs. <laughs> but, 
nuns <laughs> and a woman with a pram and then and, and, and a lo- marching band, a marching band and lovers kissing on a boat and then baby ducks. Yeah, at one point, he tries to throw it in, and there's ducks in there. He's like, ah, I can't do that. And then you just see Robin run up to the side of the pier, going, oh no, because like the explosion happens, and Robin's like, oh no, and then Batman just pops up from behind some pipes. <laughs> says, never mind, Robin, I'm fine. I was able to get rid of the bomb and hide behind these lead pipes. In the nick of time and hide behind these heavy lead and pipes. it's like, you just look like a creep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's really creepy. <laughs> well, my, my favourite thing about that sequence is at the start, because he sees the bomb, runs into the tavern, and just goes, flee for your lives! <laughs> Out into the streets! <laughs> I think, and that's the thing, it's like every, somehow... Even though I knew, like, the jokes of this movie, like, I knew the campness and whatever. Yeah. But everything I kind of hoped that they would do, they did. Absolutely, yeah. Even though I... I don't know how to express it, but it's like, oh, my God, I bet at this point, like, he should throw the boss and grab the bomb and it's like yeah. and he grabs the bomb and he grabs like, the bomb yeah it, every stupid stupid yep. silly delightful choice <laughs> is made yes exactly uh, so I have to give the, it the filmmakers I compare it to Moonraker to bring it back to James Bond I think that's the good comparison because Moonraker is like the silly Bond like the, the bad one because it was like so silly and stupid and it's like no the filmmakers who made Moonraker knew exactly the sort of film they were making. Mm. And it's the same here. Like, the, the people who made this film didn't accidentally make a silly, goofy, campy Batman film. That's the type of film they wanted to make. Mm. You know, like, every choice supports that. It's... I just, thinking about what you said, the filmmakers who made Moonraker knew the kind of film they were making. That's a good tongue twister. <laughs> the Moonraker filmmakers knew what kind of film they were making. <laughs> I'll workshop it. I'll workshop it. But yeah, so shark repellent, I think... He that- spends a long time just beating the rubber shark, <laughs> right? <laughs> like a long time. And there's no blood at all. I no. mean, look, setting aside the fact that it's the most obviously fake looking foam he's, shark. He's committing to the bit. He's super committing to it. And it swallows his whole leg to begin with. Like Pretty you, much. You see him, <laughs> oh, first of all... It's like lower the bat ladder and Robin presses a button and says bat ladder lowered. And then you cut to a shot of the ladder. <laughs> it is a rope ladder. Flying in the air with just a tag on the end saying bat ladder. Bat ladder. But even before then, if I can just step it back right to the very start. Right. You don't see any threat. You just see a picture of a yacht or a shot of a yacht on the ocean. Yes. And then it cuts to Bruce and Robin. Uh, to Dick millionaire Grayson. Bruce Wayne, Wayne and his youthful ward, Dick Grayson. Driving back to Stately Wayne Manor because the, there's something at risk, like this right. inventor. There's no how, why, how have they found this out, who's called in for... It's just... It you're just going is. to find that very refreshing by the time we get to the end of this series because you're going to watch Bruce's parents die a lot. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. You're going to watch... But I don't... No, no, I don't need, need the Batman origin story. I just need the origin story of how they've of been... Of what's going on. Of, like, <laughs> it's this weird thing of going, let's just have a voiceover explain it. Sure. So you see them going into the room, going down the poles, flicking the instant costume change <laughs> lever. And arriving at the bottom as Batman and, and Robin. Arriving at the, now, jumping immediately into the Batmobile. But they're wearing... Spa- I mean, I, look, I know it's a fantasy show, but they're wearing spandex. Sure. How do they... Tra- how do, they, how do their clothes come off and spend it? Have you ever tried putting on a pair of tights? Jim? It is. It Have is. You ever done that? It is that exact. Oh, no, don't, it is don't. that exact attitude that is going to draw us into the later <laughs> movies in this series. You, you skirted my question about whether you've worn tights. 
Because <laughs> Bert Ward is wearing like very, he's just been down to the grocery shop store yeah. and picked up a pair of tights. From sure, the, absolutely. Literally, <laughs> I mean, at least Bruce Wayne's a kind of, there's an ensemble going on, but it's just his little flying, flying Grayson outfit. Absolutely. With some razzmatazz. <laughs> I'm trying to remember a brand of stock. I can't tell you the last time I wore stockings or tights. <laughs> Couldn't even tell you. I live in Brisbane and winters just don't get tight cold enough anymore. No, not anymore. So I just don't wear them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's this sort of weird opening where, okay, we have to set up some action, but then we have to show them getting to the action. So they take sure. the bat car to the bat chopper. Yes. <laughs> copter, Which, where, the, copter. The bat copter which is housed at an airport, like a regular yeah. airport, and has like a support crew that they can phone ahead. Because because this universe is a universe in which Batman and Robin are fully deputized members of the police force. And also I want to say that Gotham, yes. you know, the one thing that you think about when you think Gotham... You think, you think dark, you think mysterious, dark, mis- crime-riddled. You know, you could not get a sunnier well, place in the world. Gotham, in, in Batman 66, Gotham looks an awful lot like Los Angeles. It's just the most holiday vacation. Everything is bright and sunny. And just, well, they, whenever they're outside, it's... It, they go up in the Batcopter and, like, people know who they are. There's and are babes. Like, Wait, there's babes. There's babes in bikinis. Babes wave at them. Who are in the middle of doing some, you know, calisthenics Police or something. Police take their hands, you know, <laughs> salute them. Salute them. And then Adam West just gives them, like, the thumbs, <laughs> the thumbs up. up. Like, yeah. We're all on the same side. (laughs) Batman and the police. We're all on the same side. Obviously, the police don't do anything. No, that that is definitely a running. That that is almost a running gag throughout the the series. Is that like the slightest problem? (laughs) The bat phone rings. Like (laughs) someone's jaywalking. Send up the bat. Send up the bat signal. (laughs) When do they get time to sleep? And also, I mean, I know that's the joke too, but. Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara. <laughs> Chief O'Hara. <laughs> they're not bright, are they? They're, no, they're not like, great. There's a whole scene where he walks in and, go, and he says, but Bruce, how did you escape from the deadly clutches of the, the criminals? And he's like, I escaped with the help of Batman. He's like, oh, thank God the Cape Crusader was there to yeah, save Yeah, I you. know. He's so credulous. <laughs> and, it's like, and he's like, oh, yes, yeah, so you might want to go back to your base so he can, Batman wants to call you there. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes, sure, and sure, leaves. Sure, like, Mr. Wayne, I'll leave. Oh, I know there's that clip that's been doing the round on social media of Adam mm. West as Bruce Wayne having to talk. Oh yes, yeah, that, that's quite a famous one. That, that's in that's in the TV show. Where, uh, yeah, where it's, it's sort of been doing the round. He basically is Batman and Bruce Wayne, and they, they, he's talking. And the to voice is the exact, the exact same, same yeah. but they put him on the phone to himself, yes. and he yeah, has yeah. to kind of go, "Yes, Batman, <laughs> what is it, Mister Wayne?" <laughs> <laughs> and then Commissioner Gordon is like, "You know, the two men so different could be so similar in in attitude." <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so they're on the bat chopper copter. They use the shark. Yeah, you see it lowered, and it swallows his whole leg. Oh yes, his whole leg. Sure. And he's just beating off the shark. That's slightly incorrectly phrased, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's punching it, and that is what he's, you're supposed to do with sharks. Isn't you it? are supposed to punch them. You are them. supposed to punch yeah, them. And absolutely. He gives it a go. But then you just see him kind of like clearly standing in a pool <laughs> like he's lowered into the water and the boat's disappeared and you yes. can see adam west is clearly standing in a knee full of like a knee length pool yes and the boat's disappeared turns out it's a i think they fly back to the bat cave but they use out. they use the bat boat 
to then go back to out, go and back they, they realise that there's a boy out there with a projector on it that yes. was projecting an image of the boat. Yes. Yes. Th- this is the thing. They go back and forth there's to a the lot of, cave. There's a lot of business like that where they're... So much yeah. business. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I appreciate it's the 60s and like they didn't have mobile phones and stuff, but he seemed to have a walkie-talkie. Yes, um, which would have been fairly high-tech at the time. Like yeah. a, a, lot, a lot of the stuff that they're doing would have been almost like science fiction yes. at the time. Yes. But I'm just thinking, you know, 1968, what have we got in the Bond films? Yeah. Uh, you only like, live twice, and then on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, I think I think we're up to there. Like you've had some better gadgets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, Bat- Batman was never about the gadgets specifically. It was about like the was. crime fighting. I thought he was a detective with gadgets. I mean, he is. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but I sorry, guess you know. Okay, but but I mean, like they, they have <laughs> round one of Nat attempting well. to take down Batman does not go well. <laughs> the secret is in the preparation, Natalie. <laughs> Well, let me get back to my list because literally yes. we've not even got out of the first 10 no, minutes of this film. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, Shark Repellent is is one for the ages. It's iconic it and is. it's it's a lot better than the many many jokes made about it made it make it seem. It's it's meant to be silly. Yes, but it's yeah, it's it's, just, it's meant to be a thrilling it's, opening it's that is that is also like it's just not ridiculous. thrilling, but it's glorious. <laughs> no, it's glorious. <laughs> I wanted to talk about, um, oh, first of all, just a note for the penguin. Maybe you can explain the penguin's deal to me. Right. I did love the fact that his submarine <laughs> is, is a penguin. Is a pe- but like the, 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 the flippers, the flippers at the back at the instead end, yeah. of a propeller. It's yeah. just got flippers. Yeah. It's- because because <laughs> and I just all went- of these villains and Batman are all about branding. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're very strong brands. Very consistent. Yeah. <laughs> like his speaker to communicate to the submarine is a penguin. Is a penguin. <laughs> But I don't understand the penguin's deal. Now, the only penguin I really know is the Danny DeVito penguin from Batman. Right, and so he's very different to what was in the comics and and this version of the penguin. But all this guy does is walk around going, wah, 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 wah. Pretty much, like, like the weird thing is that's kind of it. Like, his (laughs) basic deal is that he's he's a mob boss... Who oh, kind he's a of mob boss. well, like you know, he's like a crime underlord sort I of thing. He he's had a, all these he's freaking a, a pirates working for him. Well, exactly. Like he, he gets very confused. Like the pirate thing is kind of specific to to this. Oh, okay. Thing they, I they, suppose the pirates are the mafia of the sea. It, well, true. That's mm. very true. Um, he, his thing is his umbrellas. Like he has a lot of trick umbrellas. He had flying umbrella yeah. jets. Yes, yes, he did. What the hell was that? <laughs> I thought I was watching a Harry Potter where they're all on the brooms going to Hogwarts and trying to avoid an attack. And Robin even says, holy Halloween. Um, oh, that's something. The cliche I always thought was like, holy something, something, Batman. But he never actually says that. He just says no. like, holy smokes or yeah, holy it's just, metal. Or just, hol- it's just what he does. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. actually say Batman. It's like mm. elementary, my dear Watson. He never actually Exactly. He never says, says the line. Line. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I never thought of that. But yeah, yeah no, he, he, goes, he never. Holy explosions or yeah. holy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yes, no, the penguin is basically like, he looks a little bit like a penguin. So people call him the penguin and they, he kind of lent into it. Because oh, he's got a big nose. Uh, kind of, yeah. Like he kind of looks a bit he's got penguinish. A big, he's got a big nose and a monocle. Yeah, pretty and much. And an umbrella. And he has like trick umbrellas that, and and sometimes he has goons and he does like <laughs> bank heists. Because this is the thing, like back in the 60s, they were all doing like heists. Like no, no one was like a serial killer. No, like they were, they no. were just they were doing heists. It's, it's almost like everyone it's just quaint. wanted a diamond or a yeah, 
The world's largest diamond or an ancient scroll. Or, or, or the ancient a, mummified cat remains of a cat or something, yeah, you know, something yeah. on brand. I did appreciate Catwoman actually having a black cat in this movie. Oh, yes. Like, of no. course. And then at one point, Adam West is fighting with said black cat. Yeah. And it's actually a cat. <laughs> I was looking and going, have they swapped it out for a toy? It's because like, nope, that's a cat. Th- that's what I would expect them to do, swap it out for a toy. But you see its arms and legs moving. Yeah. I'm like... No, no, they've just got Adam West to run around the deck <laughs> with a cat. Yeah. That poor freaking cat. <laughs> and then toss it into a lifeboat. I'm like, look, kudos to saving cat. But, sure. Um, so so to, to just put a bow on that. On the penguin. The, the penguin, what you see there is his whole deal. He doesn't have like a secret origin or There's something. No He's backstory. just a weird, a weird looking guy who's lent into the penguin thing. Burgess Meredith, uh, who of course was on uh, Gilligan's Island as uh, as Mr. Howe, and I have never seen Gilligan's Island. Oh, really? Yeah. Ever? Oh, wow! Never seen it. He he was in like lots of things. He was in um. I know the name. He was but... in he was in Rocky. He was like the trainer in Rocky. Have you never seen you've never seen Rocky? No, no, no. I, no that's no, okay. No, no that's, that's okay. It, I am it, done it, shaming you for not seeing movies. <laughs> we're watching them now. Yes, exactly. That's it. That's what exactly. we're doing. Exactly. I have um, seen. But like you know. He apparently, like, the Penguin has never been, like, the, the biggest... Like, he's one of the iconic ones, but he's never been, like, the biggest Batman Yeah, villain. yeah. But... If you need a quadruple, a quad... A quad <laughs> if you need four, the Penguin will make up the numbers. He's making up the numbers, okay. But having said that, like, you know, he's the guy bringing the submarine. So, I mean, you know, he's... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's his base. He's the guy with the He's the secret the base. Torpe- he bought... He bought the torpedoes. He bought, he bought the... Oh uh, it's a, like a, a, a military surplus sale. Yeah. And they sold off old pre-nuclear submarines. They sold it last Friday. They they cut to the Admiral, who's in this weird, (laughs) like, pseudo-psychosexual game of tiddlywigs. Tiddlywigs. With his... With his secretary, I assume. assume. And he's like, yeah, keep practicing. And they're just playing tiddlywinks. And then Batman says, have you sold any World War II surplus submarines (laughs) lately? And he's like, let me just check. And spends like two minutes rolling through a Rolodex. Well, first of all, he's he's incredibly starstruck that Batman is calling. Like he's actually really chuffed. He's like, Batman. It's like you're the head of the Navy. (laughs) Like Batman should be your bitch, And Batman gets so pissed off with this guy. He's He's like, can you believe this idiot? But the thing is, they say, oh yeah, we sold one to a man called P... N. N. Gwyn. Gwyn. Last Friday. <laughs> so, in no more than a week, Penguin has seriously over Oh, yeah. He's tricked this thing out. He's tricked it out. He's removed the he's propeller. Pimped his, he's pimped his submarine. He's removed the propeller and just added some feet. Added the, the flappy flippers, yeah. It's like one of those little toys where you wind up at the side and it, yeah. and it moves. He's just added them on at the side with some little pins. Uh, it's the best. Pins it's and- the best. I love it. But basically, um, Burgess Meredith was like very popular with the the makers of the show, uh, and okay. basically, like he they appears he appears in lots of episodes. Like the Penguins are a majorly recurring villain throughout the episode. Apparently, like whenever he was in town, they would just have a spare script ready to go if he could find time. Like they just love working with him. So that's really and he's nice. a and he's a fun villain. Like well, he's, he's a good character. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. They're all they're all quite good. Yeah, in in this, like the villains, they're all. That shit insane. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but in their own ways, they're really fun. And if I can talk to the next villain... Yes. Is the Riddler Daniel Craig? <laughs> do you see it? I, I do see it. It's... um, it's the guy uh, playing the, He's got this weird, like, the sticky-out ears and the blue eyes. And he's yeah, obviously, yeah, like, yeah. he's this incredibly tiny, skinny man. Mm-hmm. But then he does this weird laugh and these strange looks and yeah. I'm like he reminds me of someone he reminds me of someone and then all of a sudden it pinged and I went he's like a gnomish Daniel Craig 
And also, why does the red... This is going to be a lot of questions, of, but why? But he has a perfectly nice suit, like a cool green tailored yes. suit. Yeah, yeah. Fully three-piece suit with yeah. the question marks on it. Looks really swish. Great. Iconic look. Iconic yeah. look. But then he's like, no, no, no. I need my battle suit. Yes, his, his battle unitard. The skin tight unitard yeah. with Can I tell pale you the reason? lavender accessories. That are constantly falling off. Like Absolutely. His, his, eye, his eye patch thing is like the worst. <laughs> he, yeah, he's, he's like bank robber mask. Yeah, it's constantly falling off. The reason his... that he's dressed like that. Okay, so in the comics, that leotard look was how he was originally drawn, like the right. Riddler. So like he, he has like the question marks all over his uh, unitard. Yeah. And, and then he has like the sash and the, and the, the mask. That's how he was drawn in the comics. And for his first appearance, Frank Gorshin, who plays him, um, he was like a like a, a, a entertainer, like a multi, like a comedian singer sort of oh, thing. Yeah. He did lots of club, club works. He was, oh. he played, he played gangsters in, in movies and yeah. things, you know, so he was just one of those guys. What, um, what a great, it doesn't really exist that kind no, of thing. No, that, that kind of like thing. Like the entertainer. Yeah. The people who you'd get just, on, they could go host to a, a TV show, yeah. they could sing a routine, they'd do a bit of stand up comedy, maybe a bit of sleight of hand exactly. magic. Cabaret song with a yeah. girl, you know, they kind of just, Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's that was what him. I would exactly. like my career to be. Yeah. And it's not. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? So, damn it. But here we are. <laughs> but, but it's like not really the... That kind of style has just faded exactly. away a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he basically said, you know, I look faintly ridiculous. And he does in this outfit. So he said, can I have like a suit? Maybe I could have like a green suit with question marks on it. And so they designed this suit and that became that's basically the the riddler that's that's the riddler's iconic look in the comics to this day oh he wears a suit now he wears a suit with the bowler hat oh. and the, and the cane with the the question mark right and that's from the show that's from batman 66 that wow. look is, is specifically frank gorshin said can i not wear the unitard please in every scene in every scene because like everyone else gets to wear like a, a suit the joker wears a suit the yeah the penguin wears a suit like most of the other well, people in, the, in a cat suit catwoman's so in a cat suit oh man Ugh. We'll get, we'll to, get that. to her. <laughs> but, um, you know, Frank Gorshin was like, can I wear it? Can we come up with a suit? And they came up with that look for him. And I think the reason they have both in the movie is they were just like, well, let's have both your looks. Yeah. You know, so so you wear the suit when you're lounging around the submarine. Yes, but then it's his business suit. But, but when, you, when you're ready for action, we'll put you in the... When the you're ready for time. crime, you need a full range of yeah, motion. that's it, exactly. And, and it's just the weird... Like, why couldn't he just have the green... I realized that green and purple go well together, yeah. but they didn't make it a striking purple. They made it this really weak. It's a really washed lavender, out lavender, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing, dude? Well, it's the same with the Joker. The Joker's kind of this weird cerulean color. It's but not it, like a bright purple. True. It's more pink. It's more pinky. It's more of a washed out pink sort of yeah, color. Yeah. Because he's, he's got like a yellow, maybe it's just the color mixing or something because he's got like more of a yellow hair, like a chartreuse hair rather than the green Yeah, hair. I think because they would actually put a rinse through... Cesar um, Romero's oh, hair, they? yeah. <laughs> I did notice the moustache. I, d- I don't think it's his. I don't think it's a wig. Like that's just his hair. Oh wow! And yeah, like famously, he yeah. has the grease panel because he refused to shave his moustache because it was like his but look. In a way, that kind of gives him this strange. It does. Yeah, yeah. It does give that extra layer of weirdness yeah. to him. Although he's not, that, that's not meant to be grease paint. Like they're, they're going with comics Joker, who's meant to have this chalky white skin. Um, oh, I see. So he's not meant to have, he's not meant to be like made up. Well, maybe he's just grew his moustache and it grew out well, that that's, way. that's it. Exactly. He's, you know, he, he knows how those chemicals affect you. That's right. It's yeah. just a bit chalky. <laughs> but he's great. That was one of the things I wanted to say, yeah. like particularly Cesar Romero. He doesn't have a huge amount to 
do? No, and that's the weird thing. Like, like Joker, he's the villain. He's he's the villain, right? So, and what's really interesting and strange to watch this movie now is that these four villains are all pretty much on an equal footing. Yeah, they're, they're not really one doesn't really have primacy over the other. And a lot of that was probably contractual. Like they were sort of like, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not signing on unless you know, if if I'm if I'm not the boss. And they're like, yeah. well, no one gets to be the boss. Like yeah. you're you're all the boss of each other, you know. Um, but like it's true. Like you know, in, in a, if the movie was being made now, the Joker would be this, you know, the mastermind, mastermind the- behind everything, you know, and and the Joker would be the primary villain that bat- he would be the final boss that Batman would have to take yeah. down. He's just one of the four here. Yeah. You know, like if anything, Catwoman is the is the primary villain well, in many ways. Well, she's kind of controlling them. She's yeah. the one organizing the plan. Exactly. And doing and the setup. She of the has kidnapping. the most to do because she's also playing Kit Karen yeah, and seducing right. Bruce Wayne and that yeah. sort of thing. So we're kind of focused on Catwoman for a lot of the movie and the the three. And- and the Joker doesn't really do any jokes because all of the crime solving <laughs> is done. And this is the other thing I wanted to talk about the Riddler. His riddles are terrible. Well, yes, I know. That, yeah, and the they're thing great. Is, they don't make any sense. And so Batman will just come out with some what? utter garbage. The, the only possible answer, the Natalie. The only possible answer is the one... I mean, they were all insane. <laughs> but the one near the end where... There's one at the end where the Batcopter has been hit by something and it lands conveniently I, at a foam, foam rubber, rubber convention. convention right in the middle of a foam rubber pat pile of foam rubber that Batman says, well, I did happen to see it out of the corner of my eye. And then they're like, look, the, there's another, like a Polaris missile. Yes, has done fired off. Perfect. Perfect skywriting. Sky yes. While blowing up, like. Well, he didn't yeah. mean to shoot the Batcopter down, just, just to be fair. Like, it was an accident. Yeah. He well, was like, oh, I got them. He got them. But yeah, the, a Polaris missile has managed to do, anyway. That aside, it's about me. I shouldn't. Don't focus, Natalie. Don't try not. Focus. Try not to get caught up with this. <laughs> try not to focus on the on the physics of it. Yeah. Um, and it says, "What is uh, what goes up white and comes down yellow and white?" And Robin says, "An egg." And uh, then so, there's something about a container. And Batman goes, "Yes, an egg. The perfect container. The container that holds the hope of our future." <laughs> It's like, oh, they must mean the United the, World. Yes, yes, Robin. Yes. The only possible solution. The only possible solution. The hope, they're our hope for all mankind. I'm like, what the fuck is an egg? That's the hope. The, an eggshell is the hope of all mankind. That is not, that's not a cliche. It's not a metaphor. It doesn't exist in language. It's, it's just been completely made up. It makes no sense, no, but it's the only possible solution. The only solution. possible solution. And then I just have to add in, then Robin says, I'll get us a taxi. And Batman goes, no, it'll be faster if we run. <laughs> in what universe? Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know you're the caped crusader and you're the dynamic duo. But in but what then, universe? You're running from the beach somewhere into the middle of the city <laughs> and it just cuts to them crossing a street in downtown I LA. Lo- I love that shot because that is so obviously like an actual street scene. They went downtown they just one went day downstairs and went, can and, you guys just yeah. run across? And everyone's like, You fuck? can see bystanders looking at them going, what the hell? <laughs> and they're just running and then they have the green screen they're running against yeah, the green screen so good and uh, he's like I think I'll be getting a stitch and Batman says I hope it's a stitch in time to save nine the nine members, members of the of security of- council <laughs> and then I'm like are there nine members on the security council just so you could make that joke I like, think they must that must I be I think they must <laughs> uh, maybe they retconned it it's just how did the like the riders were high <laughs> They were. They didn't give a shit. I don't know what it was, but it's it's magic. It's very good. And it's whatever yeah. bizarre 
anyway, let me go back to my list. It's very good. To... But, but just, just, to, just to put a bow on the, the Riddler stuff. So, I mean... Uh, they're not what, good riddles, Stu. They're not good riddles. But the Riddler himself, so Frank Gorshin's portrayal of the Riddler, did that seem familiar to you at all? Like like the way he was going on? Like, did you feel like Jim that Carrey was... Jim in it? Well, more that... That portrayal of the Riddler, I feel, has been more influential on later portrayals of the Joker, right? If you think about how he goes on, like, he, he considers Batman his arch nemesis, right? More so than some of the other guys. Like, the other guys, like, want to kill Batman, but he, he the Riddler wants to defeat about, Batman. Yeah. He's like, I, I will outsmart him. I'll, I'll, I'll figure, you know, I'll, yes. I'll, you know, I'll defeat him. That's an interesting point, because as I was just saying, and didn't finish the point, but the Joker <laughs> doesn't really make any jokes or have any kind of... He might have a few whiz-bangs or something. At, yeah, he, like at one point he like jokingly like electrocutes... That's right, yeah, he says, thing. have a joke on me! <laughs> He's like your annoying uncle. Yeah, with stupid, exactly. Like fake dog turds that he puts He in says a couple of puns like everyone, yeah. and, and then that's kind of it. It's, like. There's not a lot... Like, Cesar Romero is great, but he's working with nothing. Like, yeah. he's, he's just the force of his persona and that like I could not stop thinking for Australians you will know Sean McAuliffe the genius comedian in Australia and he does a Cesar Romero impression every every so often on his program you'll just see him dressed up as Cesar Romero's Joker (laughs) it's uncanny yeah it's pretty good it's a good impression because I was just watching it going oh my god Sean McAuliffe nails this um but yeah the Joker is fun but he's not well, Menacing. he's a, he's a clown. Like this is the thing. He, yeah. he, the point is that he's a clown. Like, and he yeah, he has like clown based. I think heists. maybe post John Wayne Gacy. Yes. Well, probably. Yeah. You had to turn clowns a bit more evil. Well, at some this is the interesting evolution because I mean the very next movie that we see we're going to get a very different version of the Joker, mm. and that version had like that that thematic sort of core has stuck with the movies ever since because in the comics. The Joker started to loom larger and larger as this mythic, mm. you know, sort of opposite to Batman. Yes. Like, and now we, we sort of understand that, like, you know, they are two ends of the of the spectrum. Like, you know, Batman is order and Joker is chaos. You know, mm. like it's it's they sort of developed into these arch nemeses. Mm. But in 1966, he was just another colorful villain. Yes, you know, like he he was popular. Like people liked the Joker and people liked Cesar Romero as the Joker. But he wasn't necessarily the the, the Batman. Maybe villain. he's better when he's alone. But maybe when he's with the Riddler. It's That's true. Too... Well, it's it's very it's sort of similar. And weirdly, the Riddler has a stronger hook because he's mm. got the riddles. Mm. You know, and he wants to outsmart Batman. That's mm. his whole point. Is that he's yes, he, th- he, he thinks has that a bit he's of a drive, than Batman. Whereas the Joker, as we know now, his hook is just destruction of Batman. Like yeah, he's, exactly. He's very clever at planning all this chaos that he brings. <laughs> like he's an agent of carefully constructed carefully chaos. constructed chaos yes but he's just kind of like your obliterator thing whereas the riddler yeah. the riddler seems to have and has the riddler been back in some of the movies or yeah well so jim carrey well actually so jim so jim carrey and the robert pattinson batman is going to have the riddler oh, the batman the batman ah. um except they've turned him into a saw style like serial killer guy oh so yeah so that, that kind be... of happens with every Batman villain now where they, they're oh. like, what could, what could make him dark and edgy? Maybe he like kills people. It's like, yeah, well, they all do that. <laughs> you know? Why isn't he firing off Actually, Polaris missiles? Yeah, exactly. Someone, someone firing off Polaris <laughs> missiles would be a welcome change at this point. <laughs> So, actually, it's weirdly refreshing to go back and see this version of the, of the character. See these dudes where it's not... Yeah, because it's obviously for kids. There isn't death. There isn't... 
No, yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, this is a movie for the family. Like, it's a family movie. Yeah. This is something that you would take your kids to see. If you're in your, what, 90s now, call in if you remember being an adult watching this <laughs> film. I would love to know. Because, you know, you've got a daughter. I assume you watch a lot of stuff with her that you're like, oh, man, this is really Well, you, you find the good th- You find the good well, ones. I know, yeah. but I wonder if parents would have had to kind of But there is a lot of crap. This. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, they this probably newfangled did. comic book rubbish. Um... <laughs> Well, I remember, like, my dad used to love watching this show with me when we were when I was a kid. Okay, right. Yeah. We would sometimes watch but it together. But he would have watched it as a but kid. But he would have watched it yeah. as a kid. That's the point. So yeah. I don't know whether I think his dad would probably have thought that it was just a load of rubbish. Yes, yes. You know? Like <laughs> so, my dad does not get The Simpsons. Oh, okay, right. To this day, like, yeah. never, never got The Simpsons. It's just not his level of. It's not his humor. Right. Okay. Yeah. So from when it started, because it was a cartoon, and yeah. it's like, oh, well, it's rubbish. Cartoons are rubbish. Cartoons are for kids. Yeah. Look, that's my dad. Everything is garbage. <laughs> um, <laughs> bless his heart. As we've established. Everything is, is garbage. But just never got the, the, I guess, the satire of it. But he appreciates satire and stuff in other shows. Yeah. But just the cartoon doesn't. And I think there are people out there who just don't mesh with cartoons. Sure. Or animated, yeah. I should say. Yeah, animated things, yeah. So I wonder if it was just a kind of bright, campy style. And maybe they were going, well, I remember back when I was a kid, he was a dark <laughs> detective like the Shadow who wore woolen tights. It was, it was the true Batman. Yeah, not my Batman. The true Batman stays up late at night knitting his own, <laughs> darning his stockings. <laughs> Let me finish off my list because it's not... Um... Oh, the other thing about the sub, I just wanted to note that it has a wooden top side. Yes. Because when it finally surfaces at the end, yeah. they have a fight on it. Absolutely. And you see them, obviously it's in a tank or something. There's clearly a fake sky scream yep. in the background. Sure you can is. see the wrinkles in it. They yep. haven't gone over it with a no, steamer. I know. You can see the wrinkles. But the submarine has a wooden top, like a deck of... Yeah, a, well, because it's a, it's a because pre... It would have been it's a, a pre-nuclear. Yeah, that, it's a... No, no, no. But it would have been a boat that they've just put a... Whacked a submarine Oh, no, style. no, no. It, it, was a, it was a submarine. Like, submarines had wooden decks. Or like wooden style decks. The old submarines would have. No. Yeah, I think so. But they're but they're going underwater. Like it would have to be water titans. But it would like, just it would just be decking. It wouldn't be like it wouldn't oh, be like that a deck. Struck, that struck me as really. It, it looked like all of a sudden they were on the front of a cruise ship. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe they maybe they were. I mean, maybe I'm over explaining. I feel like it was probably like a they cut they made a fake. They very that, possibly did. Let's yeah. throw a thing on it anyway. A lot of Dutch angles at weird times. Yes, the, the series is very much known for that. It's a, it's a whole thing. There's a great fight scene where they kidnap Bruce Wayne and he's, you know, being held up. And of course, they're, so hoping, good. they're wondering why Batman didn't come to rescue Bruce Wayne because that yeah. was their clever trap. And then Bruce Wayne has got his hands roped behind his back and he just goes, Arr! and he runs at them full pelt just with his head and then smashes his head into the wall. What? They just step out of the way and yeah. smashes his head into the wall. And- but then they have a fight scene and he's fighting as Bruce Wayne in like a tuxedo with the, yeah. the and we we've established through the Bond thing is one of my favorite looks on a man is a tuxedo sure. with the necktie done and Absolutely. the shirt under, the slightly undone tuxedo look and he looks really good. Yeah. He looks the best he does he was, in the movie. He was a handsome man. This is the thing. Like people think he's vaguely ridiculous because of the Batman stuff but yeah. like he was a you handsome leading, a leading man, man. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and in that, and you could see him kind of be. He's. I'm trying to remember who he reminds me of now. There's like someone contemporary who reminds me of Adam West then, but it hasn't hit me yet. Maybe it will. But yeah, I just I love the fight that he did where he's fighting all of the villains yeah. in his tuxedo. Yeah, and, and like, what I love is that people talk about this Batman like being goofy and silly. He threatens to murder them. Oh, 
He says, I will um, kill you. Yes, but then like, if you heard Miss Kitinka. Miss Kitka. Kitka, which is like kitty cat, but. No. I, I will kill yeah, you. Yeah, but at one point and he, he says. And he means it. He says, I will bash them. <laughs> Brutally. Brutally. I can't remember at what point, but he just goes, I will bash them. Brutally. And I was like, are you from Maroopa? <laughs> like, are you a proud boy? What's going on? Like, it's such bash as a. I just yeah. did not expect that out of Batman's because he's he's got this such this clear cut. I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm you know Batman. I'm but he also classy. he, he hates goes, criminals, I Natalie. Would bash them. <laughs> but the term bash just I wasn't expecting that to come out of a movie from the sixties. I don't sure. know why, but no, I mean, well, it's very jarring because again, you think of this Batman as being goofy and silly and come, Robin, you know, eat your vegetables, and it's like, no, I'm gonna beat the shit out of them because that's what I do. I'm Batman. <laughs> I dress as a bat and I beat the shit out of criminals. That's my whole thing. I dress as a very shiny bat. I dress as a very shiny, satiny bat. With an iron-on patch on the front of my chest. Which, if anything, makes it kind of weirder. Like, he's... (laughs) Like, that he's so, like, goofy-looking. He's like, ha-ha, boof, boof, boof. It's like, you, know, you can just imagine these criminals like, oh, Jesus. Oh. Was not expecting not this that. guy. Was not expecting that from the guy in the spandex. <laughs> in the silky, silky spandex. Like, you expect the it spec. from the guy in, like, black tactical gear. That's right. You yeah. know, but Hiding you don't expect it from... You know, you, but but in, in a way, it's more freaky and weird for a guy in the Halloween costume to be jumping out going, stop, criminal! Boom, and just boom. with that thing where, like, the male figure, and this is why they sculpt it all now, because, you know, yeah. you've got to kind of have balance and you've got to sort of have heft to their legs. Sure. Both, particularly Burt Ward as Robin, but also Adam West, they have such skinny legs. Yes. They have such, like... Slim. Well, and also, this is the thing, like, he gets a lot of criticism for, you know, being, like, you know, kind of paunchy and stuff like that. But actually, he's not. He's He's in very good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 1966. That's right. You know, he's in incredibly good shape. Because they didn't have this bullshit standards of, like... that's right. They weren't trying to go for the over-egged steroid comic book. Exactly. He's athletic. He looks like the kind of guy who could, like, dangle from a rope off a... like a guy who runs track. Sure, exactly. He's got that live... You know, he does weights, but he's not, he's not, like, you know, super jacked he's no, just like he's, just he's a in guy good shape yeah for that's it probably what would, would he have been like 30 odd yeah he was in his 30s i think yeah, or yeah just skinny dude and yeah. I, I was like it's quite refreshing to kind of go you know you don't have to be like this <laughs> monster christian bale drinking protein shakes and <laughs> you know these crazy chris, chris, chris hemsworth and... lifting what was it like a tractor well, I mean, wheel and yeah stuff? well i mean chris hemsworth has to look like that because he's thor you know <laughs> I'd like to see a weedy Thor. Thank you very much. Well, we've got a fat Thor. Yeah, that wasn't convincing. <laughs> it was so obviously like because he still had the big shoulders. Like he had. It was, yeah, but I mean, he was he was meant to be like a big guy who's gone to sea gone to rather see. than. Yeah, you know. I know, but. <laughs> like you just know, it's like oh, Chris Hemsworth having a great time. Yeah. Because he's, he's like, playing just, this super serious superhero, but all he wants to do is comedy. So yeah. it's like, guys, I'm going to do the movie. I'm going to I'm going to do a fat suit. But let's do a fat suit. <laughs> but I still kick ass. Anyway, (laughs) yes, the other thing I just wanted to finish off with is I did love the fact that they bust out at the end, uh, they busted out the thwack and kasploosh. Yes, yeah, I I wondered if they had kept it in because I I forgot whether or not they had it in the movie and then they have the the submarine fight, which is just chaos. I love it. Because it, it's pre, like, kung fu movies. Yeah. It's pre, like, The Matrix. Like, you know, it's just a bunch of guys <laughs> wailing on each other. I wonder, I wonder if they just said, okay, so you're all stuntmen. Yeah, you get Have it. Have at it. <laughs> yeah. 
and then they're all in the water at the end. Like yeah, there's a, there's an element of choreography to it because one by one, all the villains end up in the water, and then Batman and Robin end up in the water, yeah. and Catwoman sort of sitting up there stroking her cat, you know. Like, and then she runs back under. They Robin and Batman climb out and go after her, and she like climbs back down inside the sub, and then yeah, like, and then for no reason over, falls over falls. because she has to lose her mask and therefore reveal herself, reveal to that be, she's Miss Kitka, yeah, which apparently Batman hadn't worked out by that stage. Yeah. Well, she was wearing a, a mask. Uh, also, one more thing, which this may be on your list, so stop right. me if it is. Yes. I think Alfred is a voyeur. <laughs> well, I mean, that's definitely I could not heavily remember. Every time I think of Alfred, I genuinely think of the <laughs> dude from the Michael Keaton films. Well, and he, yes, yes, Alfred Goff is his... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Albert, Albert Goff? I can't he, remember. I think he is... Michael Goff? Michael Goff. Michael Goff, yeah. I think. I think he's died, though. Oh, he's he's passed away, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, he's the Alfred I think of my mind. So yeah, this well, guy, he, he, I was played like, it, he played it in, like, four films, I think. Yeah. So he was the connecting tissue between different Batman. Yes. Like, so <laughs> there was this whole thing. That's a good point. Is it Batman or Batmans? Or ba- Batsmen. Batsmen. <laughs> The Batsman or Batsman. The Batsman. The Batsmans. <laughs> um, call in if you know the plural for Batman. Yeah, so he, this guy, I have no recollection of this Alfred. Mm. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> and then when Bruce Wayne goes on his date with Miss, Miss Kitka, they're following along in the Batmobile and yes. Alfred... <laughs> Alfred has a, has a, has a mask Bruce, on because Bruce, you're in the Batmobile. Yeah, Bruce says, do you have your driver's license, Alfred? And he says, in my wallet. Who's pulling over the Batmobile? Isn't that the whole point? No, but you must always have your driver's license on you when you drive, Natalie. It was just... This is what I mean by having these weirdly irrelevant lines. (laughs) Do we need to know that Alfred has his driver's license on him? It's just the weirdest. But anyway, so they're in... And somehow they have cameras... Not only... Okay, so Bruce has taken Miss Kitka in a carriage and they're kind of smooching. Sure. Okay, maybe Bruce has set up the carriage and there's a camera in the back of the, you know, <laughs> focusing on them. But then they go into her apartment. It is never made clear how they're actually, like, surveilling Yeah, the they're place. in her apartment and somehow he's got a tight, like, a mid-shot. Hmm. A perfectly they, framed they, mid They shot. never show like him putting like a little bat camera up or yeah, something. Like there's nothing just, like that. He's it's on just the assumed... TV display, and then they yeah. start kissing, and then Robin. And this is, I guess, where you could start to read the the, the homosexual undercurrents because Robin goes oh, and turns off the monitor. <laughs> he gets really, he and gets... it's like, oh, it's the decent thing to do. And and Alfred just gives him a look and goes. But Master Wayne said we should watch. And he's got this creepy... Because he's got the mask on under his glasses. He's got his glasses on over the... And then the glasses, yeah. like, obviously amplify the size of his eyes. Yes. And he's just, like, the creepiest motherfucker. <laughs> but how they see... Uh, yeah, anyway. Okay, you go with your... No, These sure. These are all just look, questions look. of logics Absolutely. and physics. Yes. So, I had... Uh, at the top of my list, of course, is the bat shark repellent spray. Because that's the... <laughs> one of the best things in this movie. The second thing was commit to the bit um, because this movie commits to the bit. Like, and we, we've talked about it already, but just the idea that this movie is somehow accidentally like this, like they didn't mean for this to be the way it was. Like, this is what the movie is. You know, I mean, I understand why people have problems with this version of Batman, but it's it's great, guys. Like, come on, like, it's, it's really fun. The third thing, and we can probably talk about it a bit more, but um, uh, Pure West. What do you think... Having seen Adam West Batman, like, do you think he's a good Batman? I think he's the best possible version of Adam West Batman. Adam West Batman. I I don't know how... You know what? He is because there's test footage of the auditions 
for the show. Oh, really? Right? And, and you can watch them online. And they have a different... So I think Bert Ward had already been cast and they were looking for Batman. Right. And there's a different guy. And you have to understand the material. It just takes a certain delivery and knowingness and just essence, basically. Because you watch this other guy do the same lines as what Adam West comes in and does later. And you're like, no, this doesn't work at all. Mm. It just doesn't work. It falls completely flat. Mm. It's not funny. It's not good. It's just kind of weird and strange. Yeah. And then Adam West comes in with that voice and that Shatner-like cadence cadence. that he does. Yeah, it's the cadence. And it just works. And there's something about him Mm. that just makes this work. Just what he's doing, what he's saying, his choices... Like, it just works. He's Batman. In this universe, he's Batman. Mm. I totally buy it. In a colourful, very sunny, yeah, bright Gotham City. Exactly. He, the, he's the colourful, you know, bright... He's the Batman they deserve. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right, Natalie. I love where, I love where your head's at. <laughs> yeah, because he he's, as, he's as dark as, and serious as that style of show can get yeah exactly you know he's a tortured crime fighter but this is a very fun bright colored show he does the tortured thing like when he realizes at the end that miss kitka and there's no confrontation there because she doesn't realize that it's him back. no and he can't he can't let her know because that would give away his secret identity so he has to hold it all inside inside. but he it shines out through those eyes yeah it's it's one of those choices where it's like oh I, i kind of almost wanted to see the clash between Catwoman and Batman and it doesn't happen because he's like, no, it's one of the things that happens to a crime fighter. But he's it saying doesn't it, matter. He's saying it in front of her. Like she's right there. Well, well they, they, it's meant to be like a whispered like aside, know, you know, sort I of know. thing. Um, but he's like, you know, he says to Robin, you know, best not speak of it more, old chum, for yes. risk of being indelicate or something yes, like that. Yes, that's you know? right. So I, on the one hand, I would have liked the, the confrontation with Catwoman, but at the same time... That is a nice. Well, and also like they oh, they need to they need to keep everything rolling because Cat this was like yeah, the middle of the series the next, like yeah. the next series was going to happen and yeah. they can't have all the villains know well, who they, Batman is. Which so this was Lee Merriweather. This was Lee Merriweather. So this you is might the, talk more. This, she might be on yeah. your list, but because she, I'm just trying to see how she got. So quite famously, Julie Newmar is Catwoman in the series, and mm. she's very good as Catwoman. She's a very good Catwoman, but. She couldn't do this. There was at the time they said there was like scheduling conflicts, but then later on she said she'd hurt her back. Um, oh. and something something happened. Basically, she couldn't film the movie, and so Lee Merriweather stepped in to do it very admirably. I she's love her in this great. movie. She is fantastic. My God, she's um, just so gorgeous. And and the like, thing is, like, I still like Julie Newmar more. If you if you watch some of her like basically Lee Merriweather is doing a Julie Newmar impersonation oh right and then, and then famously later on in season 3 uh, Eartha Kitt mm. comes and plays Catwoman for a little while and they, they never mention that there's been an actor well, change Eartha Kitt does that part she does more she, of she, she really yeah she's like oh Batman whereas all Lee Mer- Merriweather does perfect. is say perfect <laughs> like she doesn't even roll the R very much yeah she's exactly like, Perfect. I'm trying to do the perfect. Like, but yeah, Eartha Kitt does all the sounds yeah, and the meows and stuff, absolutely. which to me is very iconic. She really leans into mm. it in a very cool way. But yeah, so this was the only time that Lee Merriweather played Catwoman in the series. But she came back later on as a different villain, like oh, for for another thing. Okay. Yeah. So that they had her on oh again, but God. she but she's great. She's stunning oh. and really, really like she they, she gets given a lot to do because. 
Not yeah. only is she Catwoman and basically like the lead, the de facto leader of the gang in many ways, mm. but she's also playing Miss Kitka and this romantic sort of relationship mm. with Bruce Wayne. So she gets a lot to do and it's all really fun. Yeah. Like it's super fun. <laughs> and very campy. Yeah. Very... Yeah. So much sexual. <laughs> Just like he's literally having a sex fantasy in the carriage. Yes, and she's trying to signal for, for the plan to start by she's got like a cat figurine that she flicks its tail and its eyes flash, which is obviously her sending a signal. Sure, yes. Meanwhile, Adam West's old mate over here is just sitting there going, I'm dreaming of something and, oh, it's reaching a climax. And she's like, no, no, slower, slower. It's... Exactly, like... It's just... What guys? Yeah, kids are watching. This. Is this what is this what happened in the sixties? People went on carriage rides wow, and like had weird is, like pseudo phone sex. This like is what? Free love, man. This is... <laughs> it was it was very horny. They, they come back and and I, I don't know whether you noticed, but um, when he goes back to her room, he's holding a snifter of what should be brandy, but it's milk. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally drinking milk. Yeah. Oh, is that because she's Catwoman? I think it's and both. Like the fact that he's like a you know upstanding, cri- upstanding crime uh, fighter, but he's also milk, but he's drinking milk. Kids. Good for your bones. Yep, exactly. But so also right. the cat thing. I'm just looking at pictures of Lee. Like I don't think she's dead, but like pictures. No, of no, her she's now. still alive. She looks like the same. Yeah, she just has just gray with hair. Gray hair. Yeah, she's stunning. She she was a Miss America. Um, oh, was she? Winner. She was yeah. And that cat suit at the end, the one she's in at the end, because mm. I think I don't know if they have her in the same one every time. The one her boobs are so <laughs> high. <laughs> Well, it's, it's very, it's very sixties pointy it's the, sort of it's thing. It's the bullet yeah. bra thing, yeah. and it's so pointy. It's like they are knocking on her chin. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you can have a figure like pneumatically. How mm. do you have a? F- any? I'm just jealous. <laughs> I'm just really jealous. Well, if you but look, if you look up Julie Newmar as Catwoman, like there's a similar aesthetic going on. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've just been looking at that, but I, 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 I feel like if I could wear one outfit all the time and not <laughs> get thrush, it would be that, <laughs> just a cat suit. It, you know, after a while, like Catwoman's <laughs> got to be going for some Diflucan or... Like, <laughs> Drinking lots of cranberry you juice. You want to get yeah. some cranberry juice in there, some natural yogurt. Yep. You want to restore some bio... Restore some natural bio. <laughs> like it's not ideal, particularly if you're doing lots of fighting, lots of sweating. Sure, it's good for movement, you know, in, in the short term. But I mean, it depends on the kind of catsuit. Like if well, it's that's a true. leathery sort of That's true, one, that's true. Um, this looks more spandexy though. Like it's... True, true. Yeah. Spandex, but they must have had it in like a cinched in corset <laughs> to get the effect of the waist being like 20 centimeters. <laughs> Never mind. Back to your list. But yes, yeah, so, so I mean, the only other thing I had on my list that we haven't already talked about was just uh, at the end, they leave quietly through the window. So it's not, best not to draw attention. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just peace out. They, and then the movie ends. They spill the, the, the Captain Schlimidlap. Yep, turns yep. up at the because the penguin was impersonating him at one point. Yes, that's what yeah. I mean. There's so many tangents. Absolutely, yeah. For, for like, you've really got to keep for up. For about 25 minutes, the penguin is impersonating the inventor guy. Yeah, they ping to it because he's and got there, a, there's a lot of like he's people... got a big nose and a monocle going. Rah, 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 and like, <laughs> that's the penguin, that's Batman. The penguin. It's like clearly it is. But he's impersonating them, and they bring his guinea pigs in, which are in. They're all in black turtlenecks with GP one, <laughs> GP two. I went GP. Oh, he literally just said guinea pig, yes. and they've got GP yeah on their shirt. Yes, absolutely. The obsession with labeling. The obsession with labeling. That they have the shelves in the background. That each villain has his own set of shelves. Yes. And there's the Riddler has riddles. riddles. And the Joker and has, Joker has jokes. jokes. The Penguin has penguin food. <laughs> so, but the, <laughs> Riddler's one has a sign that says private. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
like, you're not allowed to go in that one. You're sharing a submarine lair with three other supervillains. <laughs> I don't know that you can control access to your private stuff. <laughs> like maybe get a lockbox or something. Yeah, that's it. Get a get a locker. It's fine. You know. <laughs> it's just, just yeah, but in the back cave with the atomic reactor. <laughs> yes. They have, and the penguin is like, ah, oh, this laboratory is the most outstanding example. I've never seen anything like it. And everything is labeled. And they go, I need a drink. I need water. I'm, And so he, the drink dispenser is clearly marked. And there it is. It says drink dispenser. Yes. <laughs> it's like two taps. But, but like, so they have the normal water and then you just flip a switch and it's the heavy water it's they the use for the, for the reactor. <laughs> <laughs> But everything is labelled. Yes, that, that's one of the running gags of the series. Yeah. Is that they've always got like, you the know. The navigational <laughs> computer and the thing and everything's labelled. Yeah. And I'm like, who's, to, I suppose it's Alfred, isn't it? He's sitting I mean, up sure. at night. Yeah. You know, with the calligraphy pen. Getting out the, yep. You know. Do, 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 do. What's that, Master Wayne? You've invented a new device. Oh, and it's, it's got a, a name that's 13 words long. All right, I'll just get a I'll longer piece of paper. Start writing, Yes. Oh, yes. So at the end, the delicious sprinkles tubes yes. all mixed together and Batman has to like extrapolate them, separate yes, them. has to separate them again. And they're all in very colourful piles. I don't know how Th- it's This is something that's being simulcast live on television, I should point out. <laughs> like not, not specifically in the Batcave, but like there's a live feed of Commissioner Gordon, Gordon standing next to a telephone saying, he says he's done it. Well, he, <laughs> said, he says we have to have hope. That we can rehydrate yeah. his important world leaders. And then he has, he has a second phone that he's talking to the president on. <laughs> which is Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson, yeah. Which is quite funny. It's <laughs> quite, that's very uh, Margaret Thatcher at the end of the yes. only. Yeah, exactly. So they mix, they mix, but they're all different colours. So surely you just have to get some tweezers and just... <laughs> but instead he invents a machine that can separate them. Absolutely. And then they have Adjusting to Adjusting for various ethnic and geocentric uh, Yes, but of course they can't play God with the mixes. No. Because that, you know, it's not... Robin actually... Movement. That's the weird thing. Robin actually suggests it. He says, yeah. oh, what if we did a little mixing, you know? Maybe that'd, that'd be good. And he's like, no, Robin, we can never have... You know, it's not never up to us mere mortals. To meddle, to meddle. with the affairs of, of powerful people. Yeah. So then they take them all back. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they had to do this, but they then travel somehow <laughs> across town, go put to the same room to the same. How did they know they're in the same seats, by the way? Because well, that's how right. How do you know, know which one is which? Which one's yeah. which? Exactly. They put them back and then they put the tubes. It's like a really sick hydroponic setup. <laughs> They've got some buds, you know, they're setting up for a nice smoking. <clears throat> it is 1966 after all. Exactly. It's got some sweet, you know, Tijuana bang bang or whatever. <laughs> a sweet strain of all my pot jokes have fixed. <laughs> I don't have any more pot jokes. I was trying to invent pot jokes and then I'm like, there's a term for the strain. Sativa, a sweet something. Sat- <laughs> Look, I've given you the components. Assemble the joke yourself at home. Reconstituted and rehydrated <laughs> at home. <laughs> yeah. Let's call it reconstituted sativa splendor. <laughs> I just am making that up. And so they're all there waiting and there's no water going into the tubes, by the no. way, if you look, there's yes. literally just some pipes yes. and then they've added a sound effect. There's no moisture involved no, at all. Not at all. And then all of a sudden there's like an I dream of genie style and they're just there. Yes. They've magicked back. There's yeah. no transformation. There's no growth. There's no like slime coming together. It's just their back and talking shit at yep. each other. And they all have swap personalities. So they've all swap all... personalities, but they are in no way affected by... It's very strange because they keep talking as if 
nothing's, like nothing's happened. happened. When they're initially arguing and four supervillains... Yes, break in break and in. then start one by one, very slowly, like, dehydrating, <laughs> dehydrating them. them. There's no reaction. Nobody reacts. Nobody has any... Like, they, they continue to argue with each other until they all disappear. Yeah. It's... Oh, and how about... Very strange. Oh, my God. How about that bit at the start where they're trying to work out who did the yacht disappearing thing? And they go, I'll get a report, Commissioner Gordon. I'll get a report of the, the super, super criminals... Which super criminals are still at large? And then they just cut to the closed circuit TV. (laughs) And then they clearly just have some photos that they've superimposed later or something. Shockily. Four four shots that they obviously took just on the set. Yes, that's right. There's no. Were these photos taken by the police? Like, why didn't they take off their masks? (laughs) And they all happen to be there. And they're like, hmm, yes, yes. Just looking at it. And then the screen's closed. It's just. End of report. Screen close. Yeah. It's like, here are the four. <laughs> it's just... It's, it's very good. It's, it's, it's But it's for so kids. Silly. So silly. It's, it's for kids, exactly. And given how convoluted some of the later Batman films get, sometimes the simplicity of just being shown <laughs> four supervillains... Well, as we've seen, like, this film is not simple. Like, you have to keep up. Oh, yeah. Because it's know, mad. Yeah. But it's not overly convoluted... No. ...in terms of... We have to explain this origin story, and it's like no, it's just here so, are the so you four get it, you get it. There's Batman and Robin, and they fight bad guys, and here's the four bad There's guys bad that are going to be in the movie, and then that's going to happen. Yeah. So off they go, and now we're going to go to the Bat Boat, yeah. and the Bat, and then they trick the Penguin somehow. Like Batman always knows. <sighs> Look, and I should because James Bond is one of those things. He's always got a plan. He's always ahead of the game. Sure, bit. but in this, it's like Batman somehow has got the most incredibly. They're in the car, and he's. Given the penguin a spray of something to make him go to there's, sleep. There's a lot of spray action in this, gives, in this movie. And then he, it's, it's really kind of creepy. <laughs> and he gives Robin, he just goes to Robin, take this pill. And Robin just swallows a pill. Again, no questioning of that. Just, yes, I'm a youthful ward. I'll just take whatever <laughs> pill my guardian gives me. And then they crash. and Or no, Penguin takes the car away from them. Yes. And he's like, well done, Batman. He's like, yes, uh, I'm glad I gave you that anti-spray pill or something. <laughs> it, it's always just the answer of, ah, I already did this. Yeah, that's it. And again, like, that comes from the comics. Like, like that, that sort of comic book logic of, ah, the penguin, did, like, here's a, a trap you couldn't possibly get out of. But I had the anti-rope spray or something, you know. Yeah, like, but it's so unsatisfying narratively because you haven't seen the set. I, all yes, the, all exactly. His, yeah. All he, there's no Chekhov's gun to it. They've just gone, ah, just, because yeah. of this. And but so but it's, it's, almost, it's almost like playground logic. Like, it's almost like, ah, but yeah. I had, I shoot you. Ah, but I have a shield. I had ah, Harley. but I have bullet, yeah. I have shield penetrating bullets. Ah, but I've got a better shield that doesn't do that. You yes. know, like, it, it's that it's sort of thing. one upmanship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of, of solving gadgets and trinkets. I, I do love that we get the, that, that gives us the final uh, bat vehicle, which is the bat bike. The bat with bike. The, with, with. The detachable go-kart that is only used for like two seconds to get Robin to the other side of the back copter. I know, I was watching that going, surely you could just pull up and Robin could just run around the front of the helicopter. Surely that would be the better solution. It would take two extra seconds. Just glorious like shit for the sake of shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah. And that's what I mean by this idea of everything you kind of want them to do. That's stupid yeah, and over the top. That's it. They're they doing deliver. it. They're yeah, doing it. They deli- they're it's absolutely like, doing it. He literally just disengages his sidecar, somehow is able to pull up directly in front of the helicopter and just <laughs> climb right in. <laughs> Meanwhile, Batman's kind of... <laughs> but that bike looks really ropey when it... Because it's covered in the most 
uninspiring formation of fern leaves and <laughs> yes like they just kind of disintegrate around some, it and when they take off he, how did it get there like did alfred take it out and put it is it always there it, it must always be there just in case yeah. like you know what if someone stumbles across it yeah <laughs> it seems exactly really... i was spooning around on the bat bike <laughs> but yeah the, oh, the fact that it's so sunny all the time is just it's it's noteworthy and it's trust me the last it's time the last that's gonna time happen you're ever gonna see it and it's this weird conception of batman he's this guy who is a deputized crime fighter yeah. who, with his youthful ward, yeah. goes about in the daytime as a minor celebrity in <laughs> Gotham City. Everyone knows Batman and Robin. That like they yeah. know them to speak to them. To the point where when Titska, Kitska, whatever her <laughs> overly wrong, overly long Russian name is, and she says, "Oh, please take off your mask so we can take a photo," and everyone's like, "Gas." <gasps> How dare you? I mean, I mean, they're literally like luchadors that they never take off. Yeah. They're like, oh, Batman and Robin never take off their masks. How dare you even suggest? <laughs> like, sh- like Commissioner Gordon and has never said, I mean, you could let us know. We're the police. <laughs> no, no one no. can know. No one can know. Ah, oh, bless them. I just wanted to mention the Aunt Harriet character. Yeah, that's, it's a weird holdover. I, yeah, so I once heard Lockie Hume, the Australian actor, who's right. like one of the biggest Batman... He's a massive Batman Massive fan. Batman yeah. fan. And I once heard him talking with Tony Martin, of course, mutual hero of ours, <laughs> on the Get This Show years ago about why Aunt Harriet was introduced. And it was because it was Batman and, you know, his youthful war. In the comics. She's in the comics, is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. As well. Well, apparently but, she was added yeah. in because it was like Batman, his youthful ward, and the butler... Just yeah, all living together as three dudes. Yeah. And that was, you know, when comics were considered... It raised suspicions. Yeah, and comics were considered a bit seditious or a bit subversive, yeah. I should say, not seditious. The, the, it was like, no, well, we better introduce a female cat. She's literally seen at the very start and at the very end, she has no lines. Yes. It's just this random woman. Yeah, yeah. And if you didn't know, you're just like, who, who is that Alfred's wife? Is it... What, <laughs> what is... But again, well, it's the weird thing about this movie because this is obviously meant to stand alone as an individual adventure, but they're really assuming that you've seen the first season of the show. Mm. You know, they're really kind of going, okay, so you get it. Like, it's Batman and Robin. You know all the characters. Like, we're not going to reintroduce everyone. Have at it. Mm. You know, like, we'll get straight into the into the, the movie. Oh, I'm just looking up the Wikipedia page and it says um, the guy who's, like, waving at the chopper with all the babes, mm. that was Jack LaLanne. That was a cameo. I, Do you know Jack LaLanne? I don't know Jack LaLanne. So he who was is like, that? Uh, he was one of those like a super fitness dude. Oh, okay, right. Um, and was kind of like the. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Because like so, oh, I mean, you get the impression that like he's teaching. He's a teaching class them or exercise. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's kind of one of the a bodybuilder guy, and I think inspired. Here you go. Arnold Schwarzenegger once explained that Jack LaLanne's an animal after a fifty-four-year-old LaLanne <laughs> beat then twenty-one-year-old Schwarzenegger in an informal contest. Huh. On Lelaine's death, he only died in 2011, age 96. Nice. Uh, he was, Schwarzenegger described him as an apostle for fitness. He's like a bodybuilder, super yeah. fitness dude. Well, that makes sense. I mean, like the, like, like I yeah. said, like the Batman TV show was was famous for having like crazy, weird little two-second cameos That's with right. people. Um, so that was obviously one of them. I'm just trying to see if there's a, how much money it made at the box office. It did all right. It wasn't like a massive success, but it was like the, the TV show was very popular. So like it was sort of... Off the uh, back of that. According to Fox Records, the film needed to earn $3.2 million in rentals to break even and made $3.9 million, equivalent to $30.7 million in 2019. Hmm. Yeah, it's got 
like sort of seventy percent sort of positive reviews on those website. Type yeah, of I feel like, I feel like there's been a bit of a renaissance in the um, Adam West Batman. Like I think a lot of people are starting to remember them more fondly because, as I said, like this was the not only Batman but comic books in general and pop culture in general. This was the public image of what that was, and a lot of people were very resentful about it. Like even at the time, like in 1966, there were people who were like. No, but Batman's like dark and and brooding and you mm. know awesome, and they're like, yeah. Have you seen these comics? Because they that, that's not what's happening. They're they're pretty bright and colorful and and fun and silly. Yeah. So you know, like, like I think people have always sort of pushed back against this version of Batman, but I think it's it's nice to have. Like like I think Batman as a character, and we're going to come to see that I think over the course of the of watching these films is very malleable as a character. Like you can take Batman. And do interesting things with the character while still having it be still be Batman. Batman, yeah. And I think this is definitely Batman. Like there are things here. Like I mean, he threatens to brutally bash <laughs> the criminals in this movie. I mean, that's Batman. That <laughs> while you can... the sun shines glorious. Well, yes, you know, yeah. Birds chirp yeah. outside his windows. Is like I will bash them. You know, and he's he's committed to justice and bringing criminals criminals in. And you know, I think yeah, it's great. I I, I love this movie. Just looking at Adam West, he went on obviously to do Family Guy. He did uh, as Mayor Adam West himself. It says he starred in direct-to-video animated Batman films. I guess doing the voice. Oh yes, yeah, that was a couple um, of years ago. He played opposite Chuck Connors in Geronimo, nineteen sixty-two. The Three Stooges and the Outlaw coming. Well, it was kind of weird because he. So he doesn't seem to be really known for. He doesn't have like another character. No, this this for. kind of typecast him, and he, yeah. he struggled with it for the rest of his career. Basically, it was like his massively defining role that he never really escaped. Yeah, there's just something about his mouth, the shape <laughs> of his mouth, that's just reminding me of someone else. But I can't. I don't know if it's someone I know or another celebrity. I'll work it out. Call in if you know who, <laughs> who Adam West who Adam West of. as Batman looks like. Oh, there you go. I forgot about this. In 1970, West was considered for the role of James Bond by Albert Broccoli. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, like having seen him in a tuxedo, what do you think? Well, no, but sure. Like <laughs> he's American, so. Yeah, it was never going to work. He he has a certain swagger, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's that there's that intro shot. I mean, you you think of like Batman as being like you know sitting on a on a rooftop like you know or, or leaping yeah, into the night. Yeah, he's in casual slacks. And he in a just car. kind of he just kind of, well not even in in costume as Batman in the title sequence. He just kind of wanders across screen like oh hey oh that title sequence yeah well the title great. sequence is fantastic. What it's so weird. There's like all this weird messaging in it. Like hey we dedicated to lo- this to, to lovers, lovers of adventure. And, yeah. We apologize to any lovers we but may have the, missed. Them all walking across the screen and then stopping in the different colored spotlights. Yeah. I was like, oh it's my God, that's amazing. It's very, it's very 60s, but it's, yeah. very, it's very art deco. It's very Super comic booky. stylized yeah. comic booky. yeah. Well, Stu, we seem to be coming to the end of our first Raven Bat. We certainly are. Did you like this movie? I mean, I, I kind of gave it a full-throated uh, defense, but I mean, like, did <laughs> I you like it? I thought it was fun. I feel like it's a kind of fun thing to watch with a group. I feel like if you were yeah. watching in a group and you could all joke, you could all and, joke and laugh about it, laugh yeah. and go, and, you know, I think that it probably has that kind of cult status or it would be full fun. And I was very tired when I watched it. So part of my brain was just like, <laughs> what is going on? But yeah, it's not, I mean, it's a bad movie, but it's a good, bad it's a good movie. That's I, I think a bit it's. Bad. A, I think it's a good movie that's deliberately. Yeah, I, campy. I think a lot of the editing is so weird, and there's cuts that. It, are, it has weird pacing. Yeah. But yeah. Really strange pacing. 
just the most bananas dialogue. <laughs> a weirdly imbalanced character kind of things. Like Bruce Wayne and, and Robin have no arc beyond fighting crime. Which, look, maybe considering how much we get into all that bullshit later on, maybe it's refreshing to just... I would I would argue, though, that Bruce does have... Like, like, like Batman... Bruce Wayne does have a, a small arc in this in this one where he kind oh, of is starting to let his guard down guard, with Miss Kitka. Yeah, and, true. That's okay. And I'm, then has to snap back at the end. And, I'm being unfair on. <laughs> but but again, like, like it, it's very strange though. Like it, it's unique because this was between seasons one and two of a TV show. Mm. So they're kind of limited in in what they can do in terms of arcs and things yes, like that. Yes, yes. It's you know, kind like of you the, have to snap back to the status quo by the end. Yeah, of the Yeah, it's the big summer celebrity. Let's yeah. throw them all in. Let's. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't do bigger business than that then. But I suppose in 1960 dollars, maybe that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Stu, tell us about what we're going to do next or watch next. So we have kind of a break, really. Like we won't. But well, Batman. Batman a has a franchise. break. Yes, absolutely. Um, it goes away for a while. Um, they have two more seasons of the show to varying results, and then Batman in film. Well, Batman was um, a cartoon for a long time because it was Super Friends on the on the TV, and then you had like uh, various versions of that. So Batman was around, but the next movie, and so the next episode of Raven Bat will be about Tim Burton's 1989 movie Batman, which you may have heard of. Yeah, may have seen. You talk about you talk about being a pop cultural phenomenon. This was a pop cultural phenomenon. It really was. I don't think I saw it at the time when it came out. I did see it a bit later, but I think I've only seen it once or maybe twice, and not for a long time. Yeah, it's weirder than you remember. Okay. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by how (laughs) very strange it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I remember enjoying Michael Keaton as a as a Batman, so yeah. we'll see if that holds up. Absolutely. Uh, well, if you have any thoughts on Batman, if you're listening, definitely tweet us, call in if you like, or, or tweet us. I'm at Girl Clumsy. Stu is at Disco Stu. Um, if you are on my Patreon account, thank you. You're amazing. So, yeah, please get in touch. And until our next episode... Stay tuned, everyone. Same bad time, same bad channel. Oh, yeah, that's how we have to end. That's how it'll be. Same bad time, same bad chat. Okay, we worked it out. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.